Episode 169, Food Freedom. Welcome to Beyond Your Comfort Zone. I'm your host, Cami Banks. I'm a mother of four and a certified life, weight, and triathlon coach. I'm a lover of people, watermelons, and triathlons. I'm here to assist you in losing weight and gaining lasting health. I love helping others improve their food and exercise and get the results they want. And along the way, they become mentally and physically tough. It's a wild and fun ride, and I can't wait for you to be a part of it. Let's go. Hello, everyone. I hope you guys all had a good 4th of July, if you listen to this when it comes out. (laughs) Or maybe you're um, having a recovery day because it was crazy, and maybe you're listening to this later, but... I, when, when I'm recording this, the 4th of July hasn't come out, but it is one of our favorite holidays. It's really important to our family and my husband, one of my husband's favorite holidays. And when he was deployed, it was really special for us. We like got to send fun care packages to him, but the 4th of July package was probably the funnest one we sent. And here's a funny story. We sent this teddy bear that played like proud to be an American. I think it was proud to be an American. I don't know. But if you pushed on the bear's stomach, it would start singing the song. Well, anyways, I guess he had it by his bed or something. And I'm probably getting the story wrong because it was quite a few years ago, but he somehow pushed it. It was like by his bed or by the side. He was probably just cuddling with it. I'm sure. Just kidding. But anyway, somehow it pushed it in the middle of the night and he had, you know, bunk mates. (laughs) It went off. (laughs) And I was like, oh, so cute. So anyways, but yeah, it's always been a really special holiday and I really just feel so grateful for, I mean, Independence Day that we have the freedoms that we have, that um, we really get to choose and we really get to live an intentional life and that's not afforded to everyone. So I really do like to live in gratitude and humility for all those that give their lives that were like defended our freedoms. And I'm so grateful, grateful my husband to that and for everyone that's still serving And that has served that they are willing to continue to do that so that we get to live this blessed life. And it's a really special holiday for us and hopefully fun for all you as well. Fun, special. And I love the fireworks. I love it being the summertime. We even do a barbecue. Like we always do barbecues and um, I like to bring out all my colorful, colorful food for the barbecues. So that'll be super fun. And usually we spend it in the water, which I'm sure we'll do this year. So hopefully you had a great holiday and you had a chance to really pause for a moment and think about the freedoms that you get. Because if you live in America, if you don't, I hope you get freedoms in other places that you live, but to pause and to really consider those and to appreciate those and to take in a pause in a moment for those people that have helped do that for us. Which will lead me into what I want to talk about today. Speaking of freedom, I want to know like what you think about when you think about freedom. And so since, you know, we just got in celebrating it and I've still haven't celebrated it. We were talking about it at my church today and we were seeing the Star Spangled Banner. And I actually got up and spoke just a little bit about how grateful I am for the ability to choose that we are given this chance to choose and live intentional life. And so I think about you know, like, what do I think about when I think about freedom? It's it's the ability to choose. It's not being a prisoner, right? Being a prisoner in our mind, prisoner in wherever we're at. And another thing is just the peace that comes from not being forced. The inner peace that we get to create, the excitement, the joy, the ability to evolve, all of that comes because we have freedom to choose. So I was thinking about that. And I also looked up the definition 
just to see what they said. And it's, it's the power or right to act, speak, or think as one wants without hindrance or restraint. And the definition was the quality or state of being free. So you take those definitions, think about them. You probably can concur. That's, I mean, that's the definition. And then think about kind of what you think for freedom. And then I want you to now roll with me as we talk about something that comes up often for me. So anytime I'm talking to someone that's joining Team Elevate, I'm talking to friends, I'm talking to people that know that I'm a health and life coach, that I work around food, I work about around optimal health and, you know, really creating this life that we're comfortable in our own skin. It brings up people's ideas about freedom with food or their ideas about not freedom of food, right? (laughs) So if they're trying to lose weight, they usually have some restricted ideas come from the diet culture, where it is, but they often say they don't have freedom around food, meaning the freedom in their mind. And I want to talk about some of the ideas that I hear. And I want to, like, like I think with anything, we can hear something and it can create feelings of restriction, scarcity, you know, depletion, anything like that. And then we just we just change the trajectory just a tiny bit and it can change the way we feel about it. It can bring abundance. It can bring excitement. It can bring um, just peace, gratitude, anything like that, gratefulness, anything like that. It can change if we just change the trajectory of it. So I want to share some things people say because they often say that, you know, when they're trying to quote unquote lose weight, get to optimal health. And it's been something that they've struggled with or a challenge in their life that it takes up a lot of brain power. Like they think about it often and that's not a place of freedom because I said, you know, if we're a prisoner, that's when I don't feel like it's freedom, right? It's force, something like that. But if we're a prisoner to our own mind, that's not freedom either. So I want to share with you three ideas that I hear and I want to just do, um, I want to give you some suggestions of how I like to hear those ideas. I hear people say that. And then I like to kind of just put a little bit of a different angle and spin on them. So the first one I hear is if I give myself freedom or feel free around food, I will balloon up. I will blow up. Right. I will just turn into a hippo, whatever they want to say. Right. I will just, I won't have any control. Right. I'll just, you know, lose all all my self-control and eat whatever and that's what they'll say to me or they just they're like that I I can't just like do whatever I want with food and so what I want to share with them and for any of you that have a similar concern to that or thought to that is what freedom looks like and it looks like to me is I get to choose not to eat certain foods and that will help me prioritize my health and choose foods that really do help me get into optimal health instead of choosing the party in my mouth because I want cake, right? So I am choosing to choose optimal health. I'm choosing my health and I'm not just doing that indulgent or that quick treat or that, you know, that temporary relief. I'm choosing the longer road. And so I want people to think about that when they say like, if I just have freedom or if I'm free around my food, I'll just balloon up. Like what happens if you decide that you want optimal health, that you're not, you're not forced to be at a certain size or a certain weight. Like we go back to the definition, which I'll continue to go back to is the power or right to act or think as one wants. So you get to think what you want and you get to act on what you want. And, and oftentimes we don't feel like maybe we 
know how to trust ourselves or if we have our own control. And I want to, I want to share with you that it may take a little bit of time to start getting in touch and connecting with what feels like freedom to you. But as long as we keep going back to that, we get to choose that we get to choose the food and why are we choosing the food? That's the question. Are we choosing it because we want to numb? Are we choosing it because we don't want to feel a certain way? Are we choosing it because we do want our health? We do want to live a life that food provides for us to live a full life. Why, why are we choosing that? Because then we get to a, diff, a deeper reasoning that we're choosing it not just for like, you know, the party in your mouth. It's not just the moment on your lips. <laughs> Have you heard that saying a moment on your lip? lips is like a lifetime on your hips. We're not just choosing it for our lips. We are choosing it for so many other reasons, right? Then we get some more leverage around it. Then we can see a bigger picture than still just that instant gratification. So that's one of the ideas I'd like to share. Um, and I want you to ask yourself, oh, the next thing is um, when I say I can't eat foods, I feel restricted, right? So that's the second myth. I, I, I put the wrong page. <laughs> so let's go to the second myth is I feel like that restriction, right? So a lot of people, and if you're in your 40s or getting into your 50s, it's kind of like the, the people that gravitate to me, 30s, maybe not so much, but 40s gravitating into 50. There's, there's foods that we possibly can't eat because of some of the diseases that we have, some things that have come into our life. And if we say like, I can't eat this, I mean, if you feel anything that someone says you can't do, tell me how you feel. Most of the times it feel very restrictive, right? Very scarcity. You feel very depleted. You feel like you're forced into something you don't want to do. Okay. So take that. That's what they'll say to me. And then I want to be like, let's just flip that and focus on to what I can eat. So kind of going along and they kind of blur the lines of what I just said in the first myth, but it's just like, let's come to what we can eat. Let's come to the fact that I want to have the best health I can given even if even if I have this new disease or it's been with something I've had for a while, it's progressively getting worse as I get, you know, higher up in my numbers in my age, right? Is what can I still eat? What do I still get to choose that's going to help with whatever part of my health that I can help with, right? So we flip it a slight bit again and we don't sit in the can't, right? Because anytime we're coming from can't, it's very restrictive. It doesn't drive us. It doesn't make us want to do the thing that will help us. So I'm just like, let's just focus on what we can do. Let's focus on the abundance of what we can have. And when we start getting curious with compassion <laughs> in our 30 day challenge, I keep telling people like, let's be a scientist, not a judge. Cause we're doing the reset, which I'll talk about in the next, the next point, but it's like, let's be curious and let's have compassion as we flip some of these things to can instead of can't. When we come from a place of can, we use our creativity. We use our curious compassion that pulls us into creativity and we figure out what we can do moving forward. And it, it feels, it, it changes that energy and it helps us take the actions that we want. Because a lot of times when we say, I can't have this certain food, I can't eat this, it feels restrictive. And what do we do when we feel bad? Most of the time, if we feel restrictive or scarcity or depleted, or like we're forced to do something, we eat because it makes us feel momentarily better. And then it's not like we eat even crabby food because if we are like, I really can't eat this food, we just eat overeat, right? We just overeat our food. And then we're, we have two problems. We have more problems. Well, actually more problems. We have our health issue 
We've eaten more food and we still feel bad, right? So I'm like, let's not try to solve something that is not ever going to help us. If we try to solve something that's extrinsic and it's never going to help us in the in, in internal, then let's figure out how we can do that, right? Let's solve our feelings by working through them. Let's not try to solve them with food. Let's realize if we have something that can be, it can particularly get better from food. That's why we're usually put on a food, you know, like a food plan. If a doctor was doing a food plan, because there is some idea that it's going to help us feel better. So let's use that as an ability to feel better and choose that I want this, right? You take the choice to be like, I choose to have this. I mean, you don't have to eat that way. You just know you're probably going to feel worse and it's probably going to not make your disease feel better, but you don't have to do that. But if you decide, wait, I choose this because I do want to see how it can help me, right? I do want to see if it helps me, gives me longevity, right? If it really does help me create more of a healthy state than I previously have had. And so I just want people to think about that, right? That anytime we're forced or we feel that restriction, and again, the definition again, again, I'm going to go back to it. So you've heard it three times now, the power or right to act, speak, or think as we want without hindrance or restraint. So we want to feel like we're doing this, not from restraint or, or restraint or hindrance, but from us choosing. So let's figure out what we want to choose because when we come from force, it never feels like freedom and it doesn't last. Force won't ever get us into lasting freedom. And the last one that I hear, probably more than all the rest of them, <laughs> is I hate tracking. It's so restrictive um, and there's not freedom around that. And I hear that I don't know how many times a day I hear that. <laughs> and I mean, and is there validity behind it? Is there normalcy behind it? Yes, I understand what they're saying by that. But this is where I want to bring in what we're doing in our 30 day challenge. We have trackers. We're tracking, you know, our bowel movements. We're tracking our water. We're tracking our energy level, our stress level. We're, tra- we're planning our food that we're eating, which is key than tracking. I would much rather have you plan your food than track your food after the fact, because that's the empowerment. That's again, the definition is the power to act, think and, um, and speak, right? You are acting, you are deciding how you want to eat your food. You're not just tracking what you've already eaten because you are conscious when you actually plan things out instead of unconsciously and then track after and then bring it to conscious after you've already eaten, right? I mean, there's, there's evolution. You might have to track it first until you get used to it because maybe you forget, but as we evolve in this process, we plan our food. So we, we direct what we want to eat. We follow the plan and we like cut all that drama out. Right. But people say that I don't like to track. I don't like that. So restrictive. And I'm like, listen, I'm not asking you to like track food that you don't want to do. I'm asking, I'm not asking you to plan food that you, that is not really obtainable, sustainable. I mean, do I want to push you a tiny bit? Yeah. Like a 1% all the time till you eventually get better. But I want you to plan food that you really can do. I want you to plan food that you're like, I kind of like some of this. This is going to be a stretch, but I'm going to plan this part of it. And I'm going to keep some of the things in here because I'm human. I'm not just from when I, today, when I decide I'm going to do a reset, even if you're not on the team, I challenge you to do reset. But if I'm going to do the reset, I'm not going to change and overnight turn into a robot where I, where I'm going to eat perfectly. (laughs) The all or nothing. I don't want that. I don't want, I don't want this all or nothing. I don't want to think we're going to turn into a robot the next day. We're not going to change that fast. Change takes time. I want you to realize like, yeah, even in my planning, I'm going to plan a snack in there. I'm going to plan 
if it's my M&Ms, if it's my chocolate covered cinnamon bears, whatever it is, I'm going to plan that in there. I'm going to say how many I want and I'm going to give myself an outline. I'm going to plan where I'm thinking in my higher brain. That's our prefrontal cortex. When we're thinking in our highest level brain, we're thinking about future self. I'm going to plan from here because in the middle of the day, especially at the end of the day, when we have decision fatigue, we're not going to want to do that. We're not going to be in our highest interest. We're so tired and we're, we're running off habits. We're running off instinct. We're just wanting a quick hit, a feel good that comes from food. And I want us, I'm like, the freedom comes from us choosing ahead of time. And then when we're not acting on our best self, we're like, it's okay, I got you. I planned for you in the beginning of the day. So I planned for my future self. So now that I'm here, present self, like, I'm glad you got me. I'm going to follow this plan. And there's freedom in that because I don't have to sit in the net negative of choosing all the things I don't want to. When I wake up the next morning, I'm like, what just went down, right? Or when I go to bed, I'm like, what did I do? What did I eat, right? There's so much freedom in that. And is it kind of uncomfortable? Probably. Is it going to take time? Yes. Because is what this is all about is that it is changing small steps. It's I don't ever want you to think that it's going to change like like I said, overnight, it's these small steps over and over and over again, which actually changes us, right? It's that we, um, we continue to make these small choices. We try, we stumble, we get back up again. We try again. We do this over and over again. And like, what's the alternative, right? If we're like, well, I don't have any freedom. I'm not going to play. I'm just going to eat whatever. I'm going to go. I'm going to be free as a bird. I'm like, and, and what's your alternative if you do that? Do you want the alternative or do you want to be in control? Do you want to, as much as you can, plan the foods that you can have? Plan the foods that um, do bring freedom, not just in your life and around your food, but in every area of your life. And the second part to this third thing is that people are like, I don't want to plan. I'm like, don't just plan your food and think your, your life has to revolve around your food. Plan your life with food being a part of it. So you plan the whole thing and you see, oh my gosh, when I eat this food that brings more health to my life, I get to live a life that I don't even know if I thought was imaginable. Like, what am I doing that's fun in my life? What am I doing that's something that like makes me feel good, brings excitement to my life instead of having to have food bring excitement to my life and make me feel good. Some people will tell me like, it's my most favorite thing in the world is food. Maybe. And I also want to be like, what else are you doing that could bring fun and excitement into your life? If we're only focused on food, if we become a prisoner to food, if even if we're so restrictive or we decide to go, you know, off the, off the rail, there's no rail. But if we do that, that's not freedom. I want us to be able to just have food as a part of our life, as something that brings excitement, because we know that when we put it in, it brings this health to our life that brings vitality to live a full life, to bring longevity, to bring the um, like evolve to level up, to elevate, right? I want this for you. And it has to start with deciding, are we, are we having freedom around our food, right? Are we becoming a prisoner to our food? Because sometimes even when we're trying to lose weight, right? We, we try to lose weight and we're trying to do, get to a certain place. And then we, we become paranoid because we are so worried about if we're even going to lose weight. If we lose weight, are we still going to be paranoid because how we're going to keep it off, right? I don't want any of that for you. Is it going to take time? Yes, I know it's going to take time. Like, especially if it's been a story for a long time in your head, it's taken up a lot of space. I want it to get to a place where it's, like I told one of my friends of the day, I'm like, it's a white picket fence. Even if it takes up a little, just keep it in a white picket fence. When you realize it starts going out, just pull it back as it's maybe it starts, the weeds start spreading. It starts getting bigger and bigger. Pull it back in, keep it in a white picket fence. I want you to be able to have thoughts around food, but in a way 
that helps you live the life that you want. Use food to live the life. Don't live your life to eat food. And there's freedom in that. As we decide why do we want food, right? If we can live a big life, if it's possible to have food help us do this, then I want to choose the food that's going to bring freedom into my life, that I can come from a place of abundance. Like where we live, we have abundance of food. That's gratitude. That's gratefulness that we get to have all this food. Let's let's choose the food that are going to help us. Everyone gets to make it personal. There's not one set diet for someone. I know people try to sell that to you. I don't believe that. You need to make it personal to you. You try things out. You figure out what works. You have to keep trying. It's, it's a constant battle. We're eating for the rest of our life. It's not like one day I figure it completely out. I don't have to think about it anymore. You begin to figure it out. You figure out things that work for you. And as they become, it's like you get new patterns working for you because you're conscious of them at first. So that's why you plan. So you're conscious. You see what happens. You're not just eating off emotion. You're not eating habitually, but you plan that. But then there's a time that it goes back to some per se unconscious thinking where you have less effort. And it's running on the thing that you want. You can put more effort into your life. You can be happy that the food is habitually working in the way you want to. And that's what we're striving for. But I mean, in the beginning, is it going to be uncomfortable? Yes. Are you going to have to get out of your comfort zone? Possibly. So is that discomfort worth it? I say yes. Because if we're striving for freedom, if we're striving to have peace around food, if we're striving to have this relationship with food, that is wholesome. That is what we want. That we're not a prisoner to what we think, that then I encourage you to take these three steps. I encourage you to think about these three things that you that I shared with you and switch them just a tiny bit. And just to real to really um have a just a slight twist on them and the, the just wrapping it up. It's if I give myself freedom, I will blow up. Right. Think about that and we how we switch that. And the second one is when I say I can't eat foods, I feel really restricted. And the third one is I hate planning. And I feel like that's not freedom. And think about all the things I shared. And how can those things just doing the slight trajectory and changing them? How can I help you? I know it's going to get, I know it's going to push you out of your comfort zone. That's what I want. That's why I'm here. But I know there's so much on the other side of that. And that's the freedom you want. Okay, try it out. I'll be back next week. Bye-bye. How would you like to be a part of a team that elevates your life? That is what we do inside Team Elevate. And I would love for you to come be a part of it. Some of the things that we do inside the team is we create meal plans that work for your life. I also help you create exercise plans. And if you have signed up for a race, we design a plan that will get you across the finish line. The other thing we do in there is weekly group coaching. We have an option for one-on-one coaching. We do live retreats. We do ski trips. We get together and celebrate the bodies that we have and the things that we can do in our lives. And inside there, when we begin to work on our food and our exercise and we strengthen our body and our mind, we see how it elevates the relationship we have with us. And in turn, it elevates all the other relationships in our lives. So if you are interested in being a part of this team, we would love to have you. You can get onto my website at camibanks.com. That's Cami with a K. Or if you just want to jumpstart your weight loss right now, you can jump onto my Instagram at camibankscoaching and grab my free meal plan. So thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love for you to follow it so you never miss an episode. And I'll love for you to rate and review it so others can find this and it can enhance their lives. 
And most of all, thanks for sharing your time with me today. Bye-bye.